Welcome to Ranch Raves Questions and Quotes, a podcast where I get to bitch, complain, basically my take on over 50 years on this planet. As always, I am not a licensed clinician, doctor, therapist, lawyer, or Indian chief. I'm just a guy that has certain views, certain opinions, certain thoughts on how things are, how things ought to be, how things used to be, and my life experiences. So I invite you, as always, to sit back, relax, grab a snack, join us for a little fun. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm right on the money. Either way, I always, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com and uh, welcome to the show okay thank you for sticking around as I mentioned earlier this is a little bit more extended one uh, than I had actually done, uh, recorded the other day that I just said, screw it. We're going to delete it. We're going to press on and, uh, redo it. So that's because some other interesting things have come to light since, um, uh, but let's listen to part one. Well, folks, as I'm sure you've seen by now, Hershey's decided that it was worthwhile going completely woke. So this makes them the second major chocolate company to decide to move along woke lines. Obviously, you saw M&Ms with their body positivity M&M spokespeople and, and all the rest of their silliness. Well, now Hershey's has gone a lot further. So Hershey's, over the last couple of days, in honor of Women's History Month, because again, women represent 50% of the population, but apparently only about one-twelfth of the history in honor of Women's History Month, they decided to launch their she bars. Ah, yes, because it's her for she. Get it? Like, her, she. Get it? But here is the thing. That'd be kind of virtue signaling enough. But they decided that the most, the, the most virtue signaling that they could pack into one chocolate, one chocolate bar was going to be by featuring as the spokesperson for Hershey's for Women's History Month, a dude, an actual man, like a male who believes that he is a woman. And so Hershey's Canada released... In an ad featuring a male to female transgender person. Here we go. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. That's a dude. We can create a world yep, where dude. everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future. Dressed up as a woman. Canada. See the women changing how we see the future. The future is very, very male. All the best, all the best women are men. Okay, so we here at Daily Wire, we don't, we don't particularly hold with this sort of thing. Well, we're not big fans of corporations that decide they're going to virtue signal to you. They're going to try to sell you chocolate or sell you razors or sell you any sort of good by spitting in your face with regard to your own values. And this is why today I am proud to announce that we have launched Jeremy's Chocolate. Yes, you knew it was coming and it's going to happen right now. Head on over to IHateHershey's.com. <laughs> That's a real website, IHateHershey's.com. And what you will find there, is Jeremy's Chocolate Binary. Jeremy's Chocolate Binary. There are two types of chocolate bars that we are selling. We have he-him bars, 
And we have she her bars. The he him bars are complete with nuts. The she her bars are nutless. Indeed, there are no nuts in the she her bar because we at Jeremy's Chocolate, we understand there's a difference between men and women. And we feel that any bar that is labeled he should in fact have nuts. And any bar that is labeled she should in fact not have nuts. It's very obvious and it's very clear. As I hate Hershey's says on the website, some chocolate companies don't even know what a woman is, but we do. Indulge in the chocolate binary, one with nuts, one without. You know which is which. Yes, indeed. Help buy some of these bars, honestly. Yeah, it's a troll, but also the chocolate's good. And also you're going to be demonstrating to Hershey's and other woke chocolate companies that, you know, you don't have to take your money to them. They, they, you, they don't need to have your money. If they hate your values and they spit in your face and they believe that they can cram down their idiotic, social justice warrior messaging about how men are women and women are men in the middle of Women's History Month. If you're a woman, for example, and you actually would like to celebrate being a woman with some chocolate late in the day because your kids have run you ragged or because you're late at work, and you actually don't wish to honor a company that believes that men are women, well, that would be an excellent time to head over to IHateHershey's.com. That site is live, and you can order a four-pack, a 10-pack, or a 24-pack of our chocolate bars. Again, the he-him bars come with nuts. The she-her bars are nutless as God made them. So just wanted to announce that right off the top. And, you know, honestly, our goal is to sell a lot of these bars because we would like for the media to understand, we would like for, for Hershey's to understand that they shouldn't be promoting this sort of left-wing garbage and, and using your money to do it and then trying to sell you product on the back of hating your values. Once more, I hate Hershey's.com. Go check it out right now. Okay, meanwhile. Okay, that obviously was... Uh... Ben Shapiro from his podcast. Uh, like I said, like I've said many times, highly suggest you listen to him. Dan Bongino, Daily Wire Morning, uh, Daily Wire News. And uh, I bring this up in the next clip up. Not to be in agreement with what they're trying to say, but to prove a point. And you'll understand my point after, as we get there. But I thought it was important that we bring this up uh, and show you that these companies are going woke. They're going crazy. They're. I'll just play the next one and then you'll uh, understand a little bit more. International Women's Day is upon us again, and I love an international woman. But our friends over at Hershey's, they don't even know what a woman is. They've hired a biological male to be the spokesperson for their Women's Day campaign. And they're calling that campaign, and I swear I'm not making this up, her, she. It's humiliating. And it's the reason that I'm launching Jeremy's Chocolate. We have two kinds. She, her, and he, him. One of them's got nuts. If you need me to tell you which one it is, keep giving your money to Hershey's. But if you're tired of giving your money to woke corporations that hate you, and you're looking for a delicious chocolate bar from a company that actually wants your business, head over to IHateHershey's.com and order Jeremy's Chocolate today. Okay. So that's all about a woke company having a trans person be the head spokesman for Women's Month. Okay. And again, I don't give a rat's ass. That is not the point of the podcast, even though they have made quite a bit of money from selling the uh, him, her uh, 
bars, uh, ones with nuts, ones without nuts, at IHateHershey.com. So if that floats your boat, go there, buy a damn box or a thing. Other than that, I don't care because I like chocolate, period. But my point in this podcast, and you're going to hear another update from Ben Shapiro on what happened over the weekend with the run on the SBV bank. Because companies need to stop and they need to focus on what they're doing, what their product is, who their customers are. Now, that doesn't mean they shouldn't serve LGBTQ, trans, whatever, straight, cis, bi, whatever, male, female, black, white, Latin, Asian, whatever. I don't care. I'm not saying they should be discriminative. I'm not saying they shouldn't give these people positions of authority. I'm not saying if they're the right person for the job, they should not have the job. But, excuse me, you need, they need to focus on what the point of their company is. That is, that is the big moral hazard. Then there's a secondary moral hazard, which, again, is that banks like SVB, they had other priorities. Their top priority was not, in fact, making money for their depositors in a safe and secure way, in a, in a, risk, in a risk-neutral way. Instead, SVB, it turns out, was a very, very woke company. They, they, they didn't even have, as it turns out, a risk manager. According to the UK Daily Mail, collapsed lender Silicon Valley Bank operated without a chief risk officer between April 22 and January 2023, while the operation's United Kingdom-based head of risk stands accused of prioritizing pro-diversity initiatives over her actual role. This revelation comes after the firm became the largest bank to collapse since the 2008 financial crisis, disclosing a $1.8 billion loss in its finances. SVB's former head of risk, Laura Izurieta, who formerly performed a similar role at Capital One, left the bank in April 2022. She was not replaced until almost a year later when the bank hired Kim Olsen, formerly of Japanese bank Sumitomo Mitsui. The bank announced Olsen's hiring in January with a press release saying she brought 30 years of financial services experience. The bank's CEO credited Olsen's deep and multifaceted financial services experience as a senior risk leader that positions her perfectly to manage SVB's financial and non-financial risks. But meanwhile... Jay Ursapap, who acts as CRO for the bank in Europe, Africa and the Middle East, the chief risk officer, and who describes herself as a, quote, queer person of color from a working class background, organized a host of LGBTQ initiatives, including a month-long pride campaign and implemented safe space catch-ups for staff. In a corporate video published just nine months ago, she said she could not be prouder to work for SVB, serving underrepresented entrepreneurs. Professional Network Outstanding listed Ursapap as a top 100 LGBTQ future leader. Apparently, she is, quote-unquote, allies with gay rights charity Stonewall and had authored numerous articles to promote LGBTQ awareness, and these included Lesbian Visibility Day and Trans Awareness Week. So obviously, there's a lot of people who, you know, I think were, were deeply concerned with the things that matter. Really, deeply concerned with all the things. Bernie Marcus, who uh, is a major investor on his own, he, he ripped the wokeness of the bank over the weekend. He's like, uh, guys, shouldn't you actually have some priorities like risk assessment i think that the administration has pushed many of these banks into more concern about global warming than they do about shareholder return everybody is focused on diversity and all of the woke issues 
and not concentrating on one thing they should, which is shareholder returns. And so according to the Wall Street Journal, Silicon Valley's bank failure hit not just its depositors and investors, but also its customers. The business is financed by SVB for years. Now look riskier. Shares of home solar installer Sunrun, for example, fell 12% on Friday. Roku said about $487 million of its $1.9 billion in cash was at SVB. Apparently, they are going to get all of their money back. So again, you see what the government is trying to do, and you also see why it creates future hazard. This is always the game with the federal government. When it comes to the federal you get into bed with the federal government, and eventually someone is going to end up being screwed. If you're lucky, you're big enough that it's not you, and it's somebody else. But there is, um, there is a real problem here. If you're a smaller bank, and this happens to you, do your depositors get back their cash? Does the federal government really step in? I mean, presumably the answer now is going to be yes, that for all time, the, the actual real way the banking system in the United States is now going to work, according to the federal government, is any time a bank starts to go under, the federal government is going to step in and it's going to secure the deposits of the people who put their money in the bank, which does raise the question as to whether these banks actually work for the federal government. Because again, this means the federal government is now subsidizing the risk-taking by people who are concerned with things like ESG, which is a problem. Because again, the markets were supposed to sort this sort of stuff out. When you fail, you are supposed to actually fail. When you're not good at a thing, you're actually supposed to lose. But again, Apparently, the, the basic idea here is that we got to stop the meltdown while we got to stop the meltdown. While I'm sympathetic to the stop the meltdown mentality, considering that everybody has money in the market at this point, at some point, you're going to actually have to let consequences take place for firms that make bad risk assessment. And those consequences are going to have to hit people who put their money in banks like this. And the way that that's going to rejigger the system will allow for better and more meticulous risk planning. So anybody who says that this is a quote-unquote failure of capitalism, no, this is a failure of corporatism as always when the government creates systemic risk structures that favor too risky behavior and then bail out sort of the downside risk. This is what you get. Not a giant shock. Okay, and just... Okay, so let's break this down. They had no risk assessment officer for almost a year. Then the one that they did have was more concerned with LGBTQ, safe spaces, wokeism, and all this other shit. This is what I'm talking about. It's fine if you are a company that is big enough to make provisions for, and again, I'm not saying you shouldn't hire anybody of regardless of race color, creed, sexual orientation, etc. You should not discriminate based on those characteristics on anything. If they are the right individual for the job, regardless of those factors, they ought to be doing the job. But when you have a company that is promoting these things more so than what they are actually the service they are supposed to be providing. In this case, this is a bank. This is not a charity. This is people have put their life savings, their businesses, that you know, they have payroll, they have uh, shareholders, they have uh, their employees, they have stockholders, you, you name, you know, the board, you name it, they have got to pay it. And, 
if a bank isn't paying attention, and this wasn't all of the fact, but they also, you know, did some shoddy uh, investing with the money that they that they were uh, given. If they're not focused on the job at hand, then they don't deserve to be doing the job, period. Again, it doesn't matter that there was a trans individual for Hershey's. What matters is when the fact that there is a trans individual for Hershey's becomes more of a priority than selling the Hershey uh, the Hershey brand, the Hershey candy. John Q. Public, Mr. and Mrs. John Q. Public, doesn't really give a shit if the person in charge of the marketing department is gay, straight, bi, trans, alien, Latin, Asian, black, white, brown, etc. What we care about is that Hershey's is making their fucking chocolate. What I care about when I go to my bank is that my bank is going to invest my money properly and invest the other uh, customers' money properly so that we don't have a run on the bank. So that I don't have to worry about contacting Uncle Sam and, and Supreme Leader Biden to see if I'm going to be able to pay my mortgage or not. To see if my company is going to be able to pay me or not. But see, this line of crap is being forced down, in my opinion, all kinds of customers and all kinds of corporations. And it's not getting any better. Even in the one I work, I work in the computer field. Now, as long as I can remember since I've been working with computers, the primary hard drive was called the master. The secondary and, and subsequent secondary hard drives, the third, fourth, fifth, whatever, they were called the slaves. Even that has been phased out now. They are not called master and slave. They're called parent and child. Now, you might think that's a small little thing, no big deal, but it, it proves my point that it's we're the corporations are bouncing this all the way through all the way down we're getting more and more and more uh of these things that we have to pay attention to every month every month it's something and um i i'll just give you a little rundown i don't have the whatever january uh is and december is but february is Black History slash Heart Safety Month. March is Women's History. April is Child Abuse Earth Month, Diversity, Distractive Driving Awareness Month. May is Asian American Heritage slash Military Appreciation slash National Foster Care. June is Safety and Pride Month. July is Disability. August is Black-Owned Businesses. September is Hispanic Heritage. October is Cybersecurity, Breast Cancer Awareness, National Fire Safety. November is Native American History, Pancreatic Cancer Awareness. Why? Now, I'm not saying that any of those groups shouldn't be there. I'm not saying that we shouldn't worry about uh, black history and that we shouldn't be concerned with women's history or black owned businesses or Hispanic heritage. We should be concerned with those. But 
and they should be recognized and respected. But they don't need to become the marketing tool. They don't need to overcome what your business is trying to sell. If you sell computers, you're selling computers. If you sell them, if you market this stuff to the detriment because of one of these groups, then you're not marketing your product. You're marketing that group or to that group specifically. You know, women don't buy more computers than men do. You don't need to have a sale on computers for women's computer, uh, women's appreciation month or women's history month. You don't need to have, uh, a special computer sale for disability month. You just need to sell your product. Like I said, with the Mars candy and the, and the M&Ms, nobody gives a flying fuck if the purple and the green, which are respectively the, the, so the women character M&Ms, nobody cares. Nobody cares if they wear high heels. Nobody cares if they wear go-go boots. Nobody cares about it at all. They care about the fact that they like the fucking M&Ms. They want a bag of M&Ms. Hershey's, I don't, like I said, I don't care that the guy that's, or the individual running it is trans. All I care is that when I go to the store, I can pick up a bag of Hershey's Kisses or Hershey's Chocolate or whatever the fuck Hershey brand I'm buying at that moment. We need to put this wokeism bullshit to the side. Now, again, I am not advocating and saying we should be uh, disrespectful of these groups. I'm not saying we should be, uh, uh, fuck, what's the word? Um. I'm drawing. I'm drawing a brain. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm having a brain fart. People, we should not disparage or degrade or be disrespectful of these groups. But they don't need to become. It's just like with quotas of any size, any size or shape. You don't need to run a business because. You have to have a certain amount of female employees or a certain amount of African-American employees or a certain amount of white or Hispanic employees. You need to have the best people for the position for the job, not because person is a woman or an African-American or Asian or a Latin American individual or a white person or, you know, straight, gay, bi. They need to be the best person for the job. So we need to focus, in my opinion, on the job itself on what the company, the corporation is selling the service they are providing. The rest of this stuff is crap because I guarantee you that the people that invested the money in that bank don't really care that they had a lesbian week or a gay safe space or any of that other shit. They care that when they went to go get their fucking money, it wasn't there. That's what they care about. If your company is big enough or small enough, any size company, and you are providing the service that you're providing, and you have the capability to have uh, a gay day or straight day or you know, whatever. Again, I'm not saying we should discriminate against these groups, but they should not be the focal point. 
you don't make the corporation revolve around the group. You make the group inclusive in the corporation. Again, you should not say, well, I'm not going to hire gays because they don't know. No, if a gay individual is the best person for the job, then they ought to be hired for that job. They ought to be hired for that position. If the person is trans, black, white, brown, Hispanic, whatever the case, male, female, whatever. But you sell your product. You don't sell how woke you are. You don't sell, hey, look at me. Come buy my stuff because I have X amount of women, X amount of Hispanics, X amount of uh, Asians, X amount of trans, X amount of LGBTQ uh, people in my company. Now, again, you shouldn't discriminate. If they're the best for the job, they're the best for the job. Hire them. Great. No problem. But it shouldn't become a, hey, look at me. Look at how good we are because we did this. You ought to do it because they're the person for the job. But what these corporations are doing over and over and over again and more often than not is selling the fact that we are so inclusive, so diverse, so whatever that you need to come to me. You need to buy my product because the other guy isn't as good as we are because look at us, look at what we're doing for the environment, look at what we're doing to be inclusive, look at what we're doing this. And that's that's great. That's great that these companies are inclusive. That's great that they're doing their little part for the environment. But it doesn't need to become bragging rights. I mean, you know, when I was coming up, you hired the best person for the job, period. And if your whole company had 12 women and two men, hey, if they were the right people for the job, your company was on fire. But you didn't go out and go, look at me. I have 12 women. Yay, I'm so inclusive. No. You hired who was good, who was the best for the job so that your company made money. It wasn't about showing the government or a group or a set of people or anybody else how good you are. So if you have, it's going to sound bad, but if you have six white men and six black men and you're a corporation and you have no women and they're all straight and you have, so you have no LGBT plus, but they are the best people for the job then fuck what are all these other groups. How dare you not have XYZ in your group? How dare you not have this in your group? You have the people you have because they're the best at doing the job. Like I said, we shouldn't keep those people out because of that fact. But we shouldn't hire reward companies promote our companies solely based on those facts. Because it's like anything else. The tide is going to change. Something new will come down the pipe. You know, and shit will happen. Shit will go around. What goes around comes around. 
So do you want to make the best money for your company because you're the best at what you do? Or do you want a virtue signal? Hey, look at me. Because as we've seen, okay, and let me just be frank. I don't have the numbers on, on me because, you know, like I said, I've, I have did this podcast earlier and I didn't have them then either because I've freaking deleted it. But I hate Hershey's.com sells two candy bars, one with nuts, one without. They have sold, if I if my memory serves, over at, at the last time I saw a, a report on it. Over 200,000 bars of chocolate. So that just goes to show you that there are people out there on both sides. There are people in the corporations that are selling, uh, you know, the look at me, look at me, look at how inclusive and diverse I am. And then there are a bunch of, of consumers out there that are going, we're tired of the shit. So again... We need to put, stop the the division, stop the breakdown, stop pitting one group against another. Uh, we all have our opinions. We all have our, our likes or dislikes. We all are going to have something we like or we don't like, a group we like or we don't like. Just because I don't like something that one group does doesn't mean I'm anti that group. It, just because I don't want to see something uh, that another group is doing doesn't mean I'm anti that. So, you know, again, I'm a white guy. So automatically in today's society, I'm screwed. I'm a white supremacist, racist, homophobe, transphobe, bigot. And because I like Trump, I'm a deplorable and, you know, a uh, MAGA head and you know, and Supreme Leader Biden's going to send uh, F-16s after me and all that other shit. So, you know, who knows? But anyway, again, we got to stop the bullshit. Sell your product. Get the best people for the job. Quit promoting how good and godly and uh, woke and inclusive and all that shit you are. Sell your product. If you if you are inclusive, great. If you're not, great. It will come out in the wash. People will either buy your your product, use your service, or they won't. Some people will look at how diverse you are, how inclusive you are, and some people won't give a shit. They'll, you know. So there's no need to to. Like I said, virtue signal to another group or to a site group. They don't care. People are going to buy what they want to buy, and people are fickle. What they think one day will change the next. And, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. But, as always, if you think I'm right, wrong, otherwise, feel free to contact me at MrRants50 at gmail.com. Or my blog, myrrqq.wordpress.com. And, uh, you know, tell me I'm crazy or not. Like I said, I don't think we should discriminate. But we don't need to uh, deliver things solely to show how 
woke we are. But that's just my two cents. So take it as you will. Holler back at me. Let me know what you think.